Jesus Christ, come on, I didn't even move my hands. Like that. Uh, the apartment falling apart around me would be an unfortunate side effect. So far the only one, though, so that's good. Good job, Amelia, for not poisoning yourself. Give yourself a pat on the back for that one. <clears throat> for anyone who hasn't gotten the memo, I ended up taking the serum. And have been wary to move my hands ever since because I gave myself telekinesis. <laughs> who am I kidding? This is amazing. Take that, Luke Skywalker! The fix for the time it takes to take effect that I implemented worked perfectly, which sadly means I managed to trash half of Martin's workshop by accident before deciding to stay out of there until I get a handle on this. <sighs> so, yeah. I was itching to take that serum all weekend, but decided to hold off on that until I fixed the whole roommate problem. If I didn't produce a roommate until Wednesday, I'd be screwed. I was sure as hell not asking Gordon for... So many reasons, including, but not limited to, having recently already taken his advice once and not wanting to give him any ideas. I might have resorted to Audrey at that point, but I couldn't reach her because, as became very apparent later, she was out- ah! Maybe I shouldn't try that with my phone. There. Anyway, I was running out of options, so I started looking into newer acquaintances. I knew it was risky, but I ended up- What now? That's not me, is it? A storm is brewing up, and I'm your forecaster, Sinister Smith. Oh, of course. This message this guy. is to the citizens of Liverpool, to the heroes and employees of the Hero Initiative, and especially to you, Director Wilson. I know you are listening, for when the Sinister speaks, everybody listens. You think yourselves safe, your monetized heroes jumping to your rescue? But the stalemate of England that Liverpool fancies as their peace cannot hold on forever. Crime is getting smarter. The ray guns is there are really the no first way to turn this off? bringing weapons back over our borders. As recent events have shown, the restrictions the initiative has put upon us haven't even kept lethal guns out of hooligans' hands, despite the ban. There are greater forces at play here. Forces that have been growing, festering, unnoticed under the initiative's watchful eye. They have turned away in shame. The citizens are distracted by the spectacle of heroes. But that is going to change. And when it does, I'll be there. I will be there to lead citizens who've had their eyes opened while the villains, the ray guns, the heroes and the initiative will drive each other into the ground. You're all playing into my hand. Sure, whatever you, you say, Smith. Director Wilson, you will lose that precious control you so meticulously established. The Reaper will be the least of your problems, then. Heed my words, Liverpool. Sheep flock to the person with easy answers. Warriors to a true leader. And when the time comes, I'll be ready to lead. Farewell, and beware. Great. Thanks for those encouraging words, Sinister. Such a long-winded and nonsensical man. Okay, where were we? I started with superpowers. <laughs> I have superpowers. Okay, uh, then, right, the apartment. <laughs> My thoughts, approximately, were... Well, I'm helping Reaper get superpowers. I can't do that without the workshop. Might as well enlist his help. 
yeah, I, I was that desperate. But I was pretty sure that it was going to work out. We're just, you know, reasonably optimistic about it. And just to save the text conversation that followed for future generations, here's a dramatic reading of the texts we'd sent back and forth. <clears throat> it starts with me going, Hey Reaper, I've got a bit of a problem. Long story short, I need a pretend roommate by Wednesday or I'll be kicked out. Help? That's help with a question mark. I know that's dumb and desperate. His first response reads as follows. Question mark, question mark, question mark. At first I thought that was going to be it, but his follow-up came a few seconds later and went, How possibly could that ever be an issue you need my help to solve? Why do you need a pretend roommate? I kept my answer to the point, not wanting to have to explain myself, and just said, Room inspection. His next response was a single dot. I would have passed it off as a typo, but it seemed very deliberate. Next he said, Considered a bribe? That took me aback a bit, because a bribe had not in fact occurred to me. I felt a little dumb that I hadn't thought of paying off the landlord or something earlier. I could probably afford it, but honestly I didn't want to afford it. And if I did, it'd probably put me on the landlord's radar forever. Probably why Martin never did it. It also, to me at least, seemed much sleazier than just getting a fake roommate. So I texted back, I feel my proposed solution is easier. And then in the next text I added, and better. The quick response to this one was another single dot. I waited for the continuation for 15 minutes that time, and then he responded, Okay then, Paratron is coming over Wednesday. What time? And that's how I convinced one of the most feared villains in Liverpool to lend me his hacker to Playhouse with. Seriously. He came by on Wednesday, an hour before the inspector showed up. He wasn't wearing a mask, obviously, but this time I wasn't either. I couldn't easily answer the door for the inspector with a tuned-up gas mask covering half my face. I was a bit nervous about showing Parachon my full face, but ultimately I had to decide that it was worth the risk. I need this apartment. For all the reasons. I love it. For all the reasons. Anyway, he didn't comment on me wearing a mask, but he did inspect my face closely. I can't be sure, but I don't think he really cares about remembering my face. I think he was just curious, because I was pretending to be transgender, and I can't blame him for that. I would be interested in the changes of face structure due to hormone therapy, too. The fact that he's honestly interested in transgenderness makes me feel a bit more guilty lying to him about this than it makes me feel guilty lying to Reaper about it. I'm basically giving false information, which, yes, was the point, but... I don't know, it still feels more wrong. But what can I do? Anyway, beside that, Paratron was just as polite as introverted as last time. If he was bothered to have to come to a random person's apartment and pretend to live there for two hours, he didn't let that show. He didn't look at much of the apartment, just scowled at the vine wallpaper and looked the door to Martin's workshop up and down, but didn't ask any questions about it either. I thanked him for coming, and for helping out, and that he could do whatever in the time he had to spend there. Unsurprisingly, he'd brought his laptop. His reclusiveness seemed a bit rude, but I don't think it was. I think he's just one of those people who spent most of their time in an entirely different world inside their heads. The inspection rolled over flawlessly. 
A neatly dressed but very unsatisfied with his life-looking man with a clipboard came in, shook both her hands, asked a few questions, sounding like he'd asked them 12,000 times over before. You know, basic things like, do you have any pets we should know about, and so on. He did notice the odd door as well, which made my heart skip a few beats for a second there, but thankfully he didn't seem very interested and didn't investigate further. He just noticed in a very grumpy tone that, you gotta get that fixed sometime, and took another note on his clipboard. I got the feeling he'd seen much weirder and or worse. And then he was on his way, to repeat said process in some other people's apartment, I'm sure. So much for that anxiety-inducing problem. Paratron left not much later, and I gave him some updates on the serum to give to Reaper. I was planning on having that next batch for him done by next week. One side... Run my own test. <laughs> Yesterday I still doctored around the formula a bunch, checking for errors, calculating the exact dosage. I eventually reached the point where I could not possibly tweak it anymore before testing it, and... Well... After 20 minutes of struggle of convincing myself to inject the damn thing already... Blam! I felt a bit nauseous for a second, and when I moved to steady myself, a wrench cluttered to the ground. After several more falling tools and, and one vial from the chemistry corner in there, I got the message. I'm using my hands to move objects right now. I point and drag, kind of like, you know, in the movies. But I think I'm actually using my brain. The hand movement is just a subconscious reflex. I'm training on ditching. It's a bit tricky. I can't believe Reaper was able to run so precisely so fast. But, well, with the point and drag, I'm pretty good already. <laughs> I still can't quite believe it. It's just every moment I keep having to check if I can still do this. Yes! Whoops. Anyway, like I said, I've got yet to experience any other side effect besides systematically destroying anything in my apartment that isn't bolted down or weighs more than me. Two mugs have already bitten the dust, and my toaster is now dented. But based on the information I have from Reaper, those should come later. I don't know what the relation super speed to telekinesis will be, but I hope it's useful. Of course it could be that each power and person has individual issues, which would mean I am no further than I was yesterday. But hey, I'm working on it, it's going places, and I've crossed one problem off my list. If I go on like this, I might just get my life together. Yay! <laughs> Jazz hands. Not a good idea right now. Thank you for listening to Normally Ordinary. Today you heard the voice of Esther Reisenberger as Amelia Travis. Sinister Smith is voiced by Martin Stich. If you like and want to support this show, please rate and review it anywhere you can and spread the word among your friends. And don't forget, behind every mask is something sinister. <laughs>